Welcome to Lessons for Leaders. This week I'm talking to you about leading with empathy and why empathy is really important now more so than ever before. I share with you on this episode the benefits for your people and your organisation. The one misunderstanding about empathy that may surprise you the three different types of empathy and the benefits and pitfalls of each of these as well as some little tips on how you can improve these types of empathy yourself. And then I also cover whether it's possible to have too much empathy. So join me on today's episode. So welcome to the Lessons for Leaders podcast. Each week I bring you lessons, learnings, tips and advice to enable you to lead with ease in business without the stress, doubt and overwhelm. So I help you increase your performance, be resilient and thrive in life. I'm Emma Langton, your host, leadership coach and wellbeing trainer, helping you and your workforce increase that performance, elevate productivity and improve well-being so that you make a bigger impact in your personal and professional life and in your workplace. Recently, I've been working with organisations and individual leaders and managers to help them to be able to become more focused, less stressed and have a wider impact on both their personal and professional leadership skills, as well as improving well-being for themselves and that of their teams. Jennifer said, Emma provided one-to-one coaching to me over a period of several months. Emma's approach to our coaching relationship was very supportive throughout and she built trust very quickly. This allowed me to speak freely and I felt as though she truly listened to me and understood where I was coming from. I found Emma to be extremely pragmatic, I am, in terms of her advice and coaching style, always with a sense of humour but importantly, with empathy and kindness at the core. I left each session with a sense of purpose, feeling more confident and focused in terms of different techniques I could implement and draw upon. I found my coaching journey to be really beneficial and I'd recommend to anyone thinking of seeking a coach to go for it. Thank you, Emma. And these are the results that I love to hear about. So, Get in touch if you want to know how I can help you individually or your organisation. You can contact me at emma at emmalankton.com. If you're not ready to do that yet, then you can get onto my newsletter. Again, the link will be in the show notes or there's information on my website at emmalankton.com. This newsletter sends out tips, information, statistics and the current organisational trends that are happening right now so that you don't have to dig around for it. It comes out monthly, so you can guarantee I won't be spamming you. And one client, Paula, said, I've saved every newsletter and often go back for tips, advice and ideas when I need help, support or inspiration. 
And then finally, a request from me that if you haven't hit the subscribe button or left a review for me, then please do go and find the little button and leave a review and let me know your key thoughts or your takeaways or what you value most from the podcast. And if you hit subscribe, it makes sure that you never miss another episode. It also helps other people to be able to find the podcast and for the podcast platforms to be able to share it with people so that we can get the message and support and help to more and more people where it's needed. So thank you for that. So welcome back listeners. I'm delighted to have you join me this week where I talk about leading with empathy. As I said in the intro, it's never been more important to be able to lead with your teams with empathy. Our people have been going through so many huge challenges, as indeed have you. Let's not forget you're included in this too. Um, But the challenges that we've had at work, at home, with family, with friends, people are dealing with overwhelm, burnout, illness, loss, uncertainty and anxiety about the future and what that future looks like. The list goes on. But I'm not here to share loads more doom and gloom with you. You know, if you're a regular listener, that I'm here to bring hope and positivity and top tips and easy to implement things. So when we've got all that going on, why on earth am I talking about empathy? Well, empathic leaders bring huge benefits to our teams and we really need to be able to support our teams and turn them around right now, don't we? So by showing understanding and sharing empathy, it means that your teams will perform better. They can be open and honest at work because long gone are the days when it's the kind of, you know, leave your baggage at the door type thing. They're all going to bring it to work. It's going to be rolling around in their head, the worries, the concerns, you know, are they going off sick because they're struggling about the idea of going into the office, etc, etc. So they can be honest and open about work and how they feel. They're more likely to embrace new situations and new ways of working. That's going to be important, isn't it? And then ultimately it gets more done. So what do I actually mean by empathy? Well, it's the ability to understand and share the feelings of another person. Sounds really simple, doesn't it? And I get people sometimes saying to me, yes, Emma, well, I'm nice to people, so isn't that enough? (laughs) Right. Okay. Um, Often people think that being nice to someone is being empathic, but in reality, it's so much more than that. And yeah, you know, being nice is important. Of course it is. But true empathy requires a bit more greater depth than that. So when you lead with empathy, you consistently demonstrate an awareness of that person's feelings and emotions. It's as if you step into that person's shoes so that you feel it for yourself. Well, almost feel it for yourself. And I'll explain more about that in a moment. Now, psychologists identify three types of empathy, would you believe? It's if you didn't have enough to cope with, with, you know, trying to do a bit of empathy. And now I tell you there's three. So, but it's not all difficult. So there's cognitive empathy, 
which is understanding thoughts and emotions in a rather rational sense rather than emotional sense. So say for example, you know, you sense that an employee is angry at a situation, maybe about a change to the office working situation, to hybrid working, or, you know, that you're relaying that you need your team in for three days a week now. And you sense that they're really angry or upset or frustrated or something about this. However, you do also know that they're kind of venting and not angry or upset at you personally. It's much more about the situation. So from what they're saying, you get the sense of how they feel. But it gives you the knowledge on a cognitive level to be able to remain calm and cool and professional. It enables you to deal with the issue because you're not taking it personally. So it can be really useful, can cognitive empathy, can be really useful for leaders in motivating teams in the kind of, look, I know this is upsetting. I know this is, you know, you might feel angry about this. However, cognitive empathy allows that insight into what the team is feeling or thinking, perhaps about a project or a situation. And then you as a leader can sort of analyse it and use positive feedback and positive conversations with them to get the desired results. So with cognitive empathy, you're trying to tap into the idea of placing yourself in someone else's situation to gain a better understanding of their experience, but you do it just on a kind of really logical level. So the benefit of this is that it's really useful in negotiations or in motivating people and understanding diverse viewpoints. The pitfalls, though, can be that it's a little bit disconnected or you might ignore really deep emotions and even occasionally I have seen this be used against teams to kind of manipulate and manoeuvre uh, things to people's advantage. So it's almost like you're tapping into uh, the kind of issues and, and using it to your advantage. So just guard against that. Emotional empathy. This is about really getting to know somebody as a whole person so that you can catch someone's feelings. You often can feel those feelings yourself. It's very much more about stepping into that person's shoes. Leaders can use emotional empathy to bond with their teams, to pull together, to look for mutually beneficial situations. You know, so... One of the key things is even to just to be a better listener. Now, you can tune into my other podcast about listening. I'll put the link in the show notes for you. But improving your listening skills is a great place to start so that you talk to your team. You ask them questions about their lives. You remember these details. You know, you use the names of spouses, children, pets, hobbies, bits of personal history, anything like that, putting in this small bit of effort will lay the foundation that builds truly powerful bonds. And that's about that whole person thing that I talked about. The benefits of this are that it helps really close relationships. So then it's especially helpful for people that are in helpful and leading professions, such as in management, you know, leaders of teams, or even in coaching, And in HR, it's seen an awful lot. 
the pitfall of this can be that it's a bit overwhelming that you're kind of trying to hold on to almost like too much information information people will often say to me but how is that relevant because if you say to somebody you know how was your mum this weekend you know after she got out of hospital or whatever um that person is kind of like oh my god you know they really get me they understand what's going on in my life they really care you know but the pitfall of it can be it can be overwhelming because you've got loads of stuff to hold on to loads of information to hold on to and loads of caring feelings about more than just you so the danger of emotional empathy obviously can be burnout and compassion fatigue i talk a little bit more about this if you keep listening so I mentioned as well with this about standing in someone else's shoes because it can be really clear to get um, a clear reading on the emotional state of your team without being able to stand in their shoes, without being able to experience what they experience. When I was in corporate, we used to do back to the floor days so that the leaders and senior leadership team from general manager and above used to literally go back to the floor. So they used to go out to controls, out with engineers, out to different places and um, sit with and listen to some of the calls that they had, meet some of the customers that they had, see some of the situations that they had. So you really were standing in their shoes. It gave them a better level of learning, a better level of understanding and a better understanding of the difficulties and challenges that were faced. So they really could stand in their shoes. You know, and maybe when you're in a new organisation or in a new team or you're bringing people back together, it's much more difficult to have that understanding. Or maybe your company's, you know, just gone through a kind of bad quarter or there's been a lot of redundancies or there's reorganisations and people, you know, will be kind of on their best behaviour or not wanting to open up emotionally. So the listening bit, listening out for different cues and different clues and information as the other podcast will explain to you but also standing in their shoes gives you that understanding that can be really valuable to get inside the mindset of your people think about how would you feel if you were in that situation what would you want what would you expect from me what would you not want so using these insights can inform your management decisions and techniques and build rapport and be able to communicate in a way that makes you much more effective at your job. And then the final thing is compassionate empathy. Now compassionate empathy combines the traits of both cognitive and emotional empathy so that we understand and feel what other people are feeling. However, compassionate empathy adds that sort of third component to empathy, and but it can motivate us and take us to that action of wanting to help and make the difference. It allows you with that understanding of what's going on, but also how people are feeling, but also gives you that cognitive ability to think what's the right thing here, what can we do, how can we do it differently, because often when we're sitting on that emotional level, we can get pulled just by the emotions, and as a leader, obviously, you need to have that strategic overview to be able to see that's fine we are feeling like that but we need to get there so how can we do it and bring people along with us 
So you see something and understand it on that cognitive level, but you feel it in your heart, but it then compels you to action rather than kind of just a gibbering wreck, (laughs) for want of a better way of putting it. So that compassionate empathy is a healthy response that gives your head, your heart and action. The benefits are, of course, that it considers the whole person, the whole situation. Some of the pitfalls really are, well, actually, that there's none, because that's what we strive for in leadership. So, can we have too much empathy? As beneficial and valuable as a skill that empathy is, too much can actually be detrimental to one's emotional well-being, to their health and to their relationships. As I said earlier, it can lead to overwhelm and burnout. Although emotional empathy is that building block of connection between people, when there is too much of somebody else's upset and distress, because often when you're tapping into empathy, you're often, not always, but often tapping into the negative aspects of emotions and feelings. So then if you've got too much of that, that's where overload happens. I experienced this with um, adopting the children because they were in such high levels of distress and it can be called compassion fatigue. And then with some of the industries and organisations that I work for, for example, family lawyers, we're dealing with an awful lot of emotive clients with divorces and breakups and and what was happening with their children and things and they were finding particularly through COVID when these people didn't have other support networks in place they were finding that they were kind of dealing with that emotional offload and struggling to you know be okay with all of it with with so much of it there's a lot of people in caring professions you know perhaps like HR um, and other caring professions that are struggling with compassion fatigue at the minute and all honesty it's one of my latest workshops that's kind of flying out the door so compassion fatigue is also known as secondary trauma or vicarious trauma and people experience really acute symptoms that put their physical and mental health at risk it's often known as the cost of caring people might experience a kind of numbness or a decreased sense of purpose or like an emotional disconnection which is a perfectly normal response for our brains and our bodies but we kind of shut down really which is not good and not healthy. So do just be a little bit cautious of that and listen out for a future episode as well where I'm going to talk about compassion fatigue separately. So, when people feel seen and heard and understood, both through cognitive and emotional empathy, then, you know, you can lead them really well. You can do great things together. It enables you to understand the motivations and the worries of your team. So, it's, a you know, the positives and the negatives. So, then you build that trusting relationship that helps your organisation to reach its goals to do the things that you want and need it to do. So by incorporating empathy and emotional intelligence into your management style, it's a skill that can be learned just like any other. Yes, some people might be 
uh, more attuned to it than others. Some people might find it easier to do than others, but it's still a skill that can be learned. So talk to me if you want to know more how I can help you and your organisation with building some of these leadership skills. These are often known as soft skills. Nothing soft about them. But if you want to know more about how I can help you individually or your organisation, or you want to know more about compassion fatigue, or anything else that I've mentioned on this or any other podcast, get in touch with me, emma at emmalankton.com. I love to hear from my listeners. So I hope you found that really, really useful. A reminder, please, that do please subscribe. Leave a review about the podcast with the key takeaways and what you value most. And then I'll see you again in the next episode. Bye for now.